0: You're listening to the Short-Term Revolution Podcast. If you're a physician and want to generate meaningful side income, you're in the right place. Learn how to make real income from short-term rentals. So pour yourself a cup of coffee and let's catch up. Welcome to the Short-Term Revolution Podcast. And now your host... A pediatric anesthesiologist, real estate investor, and now short-term rental host, Dr. Chiagozi Fawole. Oh, well, hello there. Welcome to the Short Term Revolution Podcast. I'm really excited to bring you this episode I'm really talking about something that has sort of been like circulating in the in the internet spaces. <laughs> It is the idea that interest rates have gone up It's not just in, in, interest rates like it's, it's real it's, it's reality, okay? Interest rates have gone up. In the past couple of years we had enjoyed significantly low interest rates it was like two percent, three percent. and now it's like, oh my goodness, I never heard interest rates these this high. So today I've been talking about my thoughts on the impact that these new interest rates will would, would have on our investment business. Now, if you are new here, well, hey, hey, I'm Chia Ghazi-Fawale, I'm a pediatric anesthesiologist based in the Syracuse, New York area, operating short-term rentals down in Dallas, Texas, and also locally and, and looking and actually growing and expanding. So by the, time, by the time you are listening to this or watching this, who knows? I don't know where else we'll be because <laughs> I'm buying. I'm in the market, okay? All right, so welcome. So the biggest fear that people have when they hear about interest rate rising is that it will trigger some kind of a market crash, okay? Is that a real fear? Who knows, okay? One of the things that you learn after doing real estate for a while is that the answer is nobody knows. Nobody knows the full extent, what the impact of any and all of these changes would have on the market. Take, for example, when COVID hit, everybody thought, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness, this crash has been looming since 2017. COVID has come. This is going to be it. The world is going to turn upside down and real estate will explode or implode because we can't sustain these these heights for much longer. Well, guess what? It did not implode. (laughs) As a matter of fact. If you bought a short-term rental back in 2020, congratulations, because you probably have locked in something like $200,000 in equity in the past two years. So as I go into into this episode, I want you to kind of think of it as like, let's just talk about the possibilities. And let's talk about how you, as an investor, as a savvy investor, can tweak and watch and what you're watching for, understanding that this is all educated guessing. Okay? Happy with that? Because again, I say this and I say this often. There are no randomized control trials <laughs> when it comes to real estate investing, short-term rentals, and, and any and all of, of that. So with the rising interest rates, what are the direct effects that you can actually measure on your short-term rental purchasing or acquisition capabilities? Number one is that with higher interest rates, generally speaking, if you kept everything else steady, right? So you kept your down payment the same. You kept your purchase prices the same. With the higher interest rates, now the monthly payments are higher than they probably would have been, say, back in January 2022, okay? So this is where I'm usually tempted to say, I told you all to buy this earlier, you didn't. <laughs> but I wouldn't say that because that won't be kind, right? But honestly, like back in April, I was like, come on guys, this thing is going on, get in get in. Okay. So did I resist that? Oh, I need to not do that next time. Okay. But here is the deal though. You, whether or not you bought a property when the interest rates were like 3%, it doesn't matter. It does not matter because you, that's already done. Okay. That is past. Spending time in regret does not help anyone. So let's get out and get out of the window. Okay. I can sit here and I can say, well, man, I should have bought properties in 2020. I should have bought, I should have, I should have not been buying like, you know, the long term. But the fact is, all things happen for a reason. And at, at, at the end of the day, I personally believe that all things work good for my good. Okay. So if I didn't know about short term rentals back in 2020, or I knew about them, but I didn't care about them or listen to them, <laughs> listen to people who are talking about them, I was like, please, I don't feel like they didn't handling guests and all that stuff. If you were like me, well, that ship has sailed. So we cannot spend any more time in what could have been, what we should have done and all of that. We have to now focus and be present in where we are right now and ask ourselves, okay, so now that the interest rates are five, six, seven, depending on where you are and what kind of loans that you're looking at, what do I do? Should I buy? Should I wait? Should I, you know... How can I in the current situation maximize my opportunity, seeing that I cannot look back and I will not look back? okay? The first thing there, of course, is like I said, your your monthly payments are higher, so that means that if uh, in that whole debt to income, if you' if you are getting a second home loan, which is a loan that is well it's 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 a ten it's percent a down and there are even some five percent down loans. With the higher interest rates, you need you will need to have lower debt, otherwise, because now your monthly payments are higher, and that will kind of make your debt to income number seem like you know it's higher than it's usual. So, so the properties that you could have maybe qualified for, if you if you're running a little slim on that debt to income margin, you may not qualify for them, which is fine. You just go do something else. So now, what are your options? If you cannot qualify for a second home loan because of the debt to income situation, right? First of all, you are not alone because lots of doctors you know, have student loans and all these other things in their lives. So you're not alone, okay? Don't even start on that on that treadmill. But you have options. Your options are you can go to other loan types like the DSCR loan, for example, which is primarily focused on the asset itself. Those asset based lending is what you'll be looking at that doesn't really care that much about your debt to income ratio. So in this case, it'll be a purely numbers game, okay? Because they'll be looking at what your monthly payments are, what your monthly payments will be, which will ultimately turn into your annual payments, and making sure that your property can generate at least the mortgage payments for the year see there's always a way out there's always a way out but the real question for you is not just can you cover the mortgage because if it was only the mortgage that i'm trying to cover that's a pretty low bar (laughs) we don't just want to just cover the mortgage right There's a whole list of other things we need to cover right and so you want to now run those numbers and make sure that and in spite of the higher interest rate, inside of the higher monthly payment, that you can still cash flow. What do I mean by still cash flow? That means that after you pay your mortgage, your taxes, your utilities, your Netflix, your cleaners, everybody, that there is still money left at the, at the end of the month. Why do I think this is important? Because I don't like paying for other people to live in a house. Because that's the way I think about it. Like, why would I take money out of my pocket so that you can live a luxurious life in my rental? It doesn't make any sense. It needs to cash flow, please. It needs a cash flow. You're listening to the short term revolution podcast with your host, Chia Gozi Fawole. Okay. So the next question is, okay, well, if interest rates are higher, will the market slow down. Yeah, possibly it'll slow. It'll, I, I think it's going to slow down a little bit, but the question is what is it slowing down from? So for all you care, it may slow down, but we've been at crazy. Like we've been, if we were at a hundred, let's say normal was a hundred. Okay, we've been at like three fifty for the past couple of months. <laughs> where people, where you have like extremely small inventory, and everybody trying to buy properties because of the crazy low interest rates. So people are getting like eighty offers on a property and getting. $80,000 above asking. Well, who knows? We may come down from 80 k above asking to 50 k above asking. Is that a slowdown? I guess you can call it a slowdown, <laughs> right? Will this trigger an absolute crash of the market? Like I said, I don't know. And nobody can actually tell you that, yes, absolutely, it would. I will tell you, a lot of investors are sort of like gearing up for a possible downturn because, you know, Amazon has been down, Google has been down, all the stock market has been doing whatever it's been doing. They're wondering if there's going to be a recession, but how do I think about it in these times? Do I say, Oh no, don't buy property anymore. Yeah. I don't say that. What I say is make sure you're getting a good deal. Okay. And if you don't know how, what a good deal is, you need to come join us in territory mastermind or one of our programs because you need to know your deal is a good deal. Like you need to be talking to people about your deal. And people are like, what? You got that? Whoa, right? You need, in this, this market is not one where you just buy a me too property. This is not a market where you just buy a property and like, ah, I just felt like I did something to my portfolio and that house looked good down the street. So yeah, I did. No, this market, like investors are on edge. <laughs> and Who knows? By the time you listen to this episode, for all you care, something may or may not have, have declared itself. Things may have changed because things are changing so fast these days. So I don't put a pause because I have learned that when I put a pause, I could be completely wrong. But when you operate at invest based on principles, OK, even if there's a market downturn, you at least know that you bought a good property a property that is worth holding through a downturn. Yep, that's what I'm talking about, okay? And here's why I say that I'm not putting a pause. Because in 2017, I put a pause on buying multifamily because I thought the cap rates were too low. I was like, nah, this Rochester cannot sustain a 6% cap rate. <laughs> now, some of you listening to this are probably like, 6% cap rate? Where did you find that? Right, because now people are talking about cap rates in the ones, and I'm like, what, what? And listen, if if any of that just, just like went way way ahead, that's okay. This is this is not a multifamily podcast, so don't even. But the point I'm trying to make there is that at the time, if I found a property with those numbers that I had back then, now it'll be gone in seconds because people will gobble it all up. Those were. What, we, what, what I can now maybe even call the good old days, and I thought they were bad because I had come in at a different time. So I'm saying all of this to say, in real estate, you kind of have to work with what is in front of you. You have to work with what is in front of you and adjust your strategy, kind of play a nice little dance, okay? Based on what you're seeing in front of you, okay? So to even put this in better perspective, we are not at all-time high interest rates, If you pull up a chart of interest rates over time in the United States, you will see that we're still nowhere close to all-time high interest rates. So I don't want to be the bearer of, (laughs) it's not like doom and gloom, but interest rates could still go higher, okay? And this could even be the time to get in versus, who knows, a year from now, two years from now? Now, will the market change as interest rates go higher? Maybe, maybe, but you don't know. So, what am I trying to leave you with? I'm not gonna leave you with a bunch of I don't knows or we don't knows, and so we don't know what to do. No. We may not know exactly what's going to happen in the next month, two months, three months, one year. But what we know is that when we buy property, good property in great locations, right? In places that will have almost, I don't want to use the word intrinsic demand because that's probably not really that much of a thing, but understand what I'm trying to say, right? Places that almost like drive themselves, okay? Where you can stand out of the masses. That is how you hedge your bets against inflation, against rising interest rates and all of that stuff. Want to make sure that you're able to cash flow. And heck, what goes up usually comes down, (laughs) okay? It may take a while. So you may need to, if, if, if it gets out of hand, you may have to ride out, you know, ride things out. But th- these are the times for, for getting fixed interest rates if you can get them. So if I had an option right now to do a fixed interest rate versus something variable, I will pick something that is more fixed than variable at this time because I don't want just the craziness, okay? This is also, I mean, these are also the, the, the times, like I said, you don't want a me-too property. If you're buying a property right now, you should ask yourself like, what about this property? will make it stand out so that if in the event that there is actually a recession, people will still book my place because it's a good place, right? Okay, so those are just a couple of thoughts that I thought to just, you know, leave you with. Also think about your exit strategy. And what do I mean by exit strategy? I mean, can you run the property as a long-term rental if push came to shove, okay? Do you have bandwidth in your own personal finances if for some reason you didn't have to, you like... Your, 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 your property did not get as booked as you would have liked. It's a possibility. Okay. So we're not here to sugarcoat things and make it seem like it's all, you know, fun and roses or whatever. But here's the thing if you sat on the sidelines and did absolutely nothing because you were afraid, I can tell you one thing for sure is that you may actually end up missing out. Like you've probably already missed out from the from the boom of the past few years. The only way to participate in the booms when they happen is to already be in the market. Okay. Anyway, just like just like hop on and leave you guys these like fancy little thoughts about the high interest rates. I hope you've heard what exactly I've said, which is don't stay on the sidelines. Don't stay on the sidelines, but pivot, adjust, dance. Okay. And if you need help with your dance, and you need help getting started with, with, with short-term rentals, talk to us. Okay, go to workwithme2021.com/book. Work with me2021.com/book, me, and talk to us and come on board. Let's let's have all these conversations with colleagues of yours, other physicians like you, in our mastermind. All right, guys, take care.